0: Today we will talk about uh, our underrated song and an underrated movie from each of us. Uh, We'll talk about the finals. Uh, Game three was last night. Uh, I'll give a couple movie reviews and we'll talk about some of the craziness that's happened around the Olympics. I am Hoot Hobbs and with me as always my right hand man to the left, C. Wayne.
1: Always here. I live here.
0: And of course our uh, producer Brandon Torres. What up? All right, man. Well, let's get into it. I, I actually wasn't gonna do this this time, but uh, I have had a couple uh, listeners who have asked me. They, they said they really like our, our lists, you know, our top five uh, games or, or music or whatever else. I, I guess people like that. So, so we're gonna we're not gonna make a full list this time. I just I kind of want to know um, one song and one movie that you feel is just very underrated, like. It's something that you love and the rest of everyone is kind of like meh, you know, and and it, it could have been popular back whenever it um first was released, but maybe it didn't stand the test of time with everyone the way it did you. Okay? So C Wayne, why don't you go ahead and start us out, man? Give me give me your, your number one underrated song.
1: Um, it you know it's gonna go nickelback because we're trash and I love them. It's gross. Probably saving me. S- Saving Me. S-A-V-I-N apostrophe. Oh,
0: Saving Me. Okay. They got edgy on that one. They took a G off of it. No, it's a great song. Great song. Uh, It it aged well for two years when it was made 12 years ago. (laughs) Okay. And you were eight? (laughs) <laughs> I was ago. a child. Yes, you were. So a I didn't small hear it until like
2: three years ago though. Can't hold swaps. the poor judgment against
0: him. Right. Yeah, you can't. He just said he hadn't heard it until three years ago.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Nickelback
1: is the knee, the bee's knees.
0: Okay. Okay. So, you can advocate for Nickelback all you want to. I'm, I'm I ain't in it. Y'all I hug, will. kiss, I do whatever will. you need to. I ain't in it. We will not buy in. No. All right. So uh, why, don't, why don't you give me uh, why don't you give me an underrated movie like a movie you love that maybe not everyone else does.
1: I, like, I love, like, the conjuring, like, those scary movies. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like them, but I know a lot of people hate them, too. Because, like, oh, it's so fake. It's a conjuring. Like, it's all, like, except you know when the scary stuff is going to happen, because I do. Before I watched them, I knew when it was going to happen. It's predictable. And people are like, oh, it's trash. It's like a negative three on Rotten Tomatoes. Not really, but it's bad.
0: Uh, okay, but for the record, in most cases, whenever I check Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like, oh, it's, I, I don't know, like 30% rotten, you know, it's not a good movie. Those are usually the movies I like. Same, the underrated movies. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, by the Nickelback's of music, if you will. I, exactly. I won't. I won't. I promise you, I won't. I'm, AJR. AJR is not underrated. Yes, they are. Oh my gosh. They don't we, have many followers. Yeah, they haven't won a Grammy in their first four minutes. So exactly right. They're underrated anyway. Okay, all right. So that that's that's. Give it time, brother. Give it time. Yeah. All right. So let's. I I don't know if I can take. That so let's let's go to let's go to Brandon uh, underrated song. I'm gonna have to go with "Hit the Lights" by Metallica.
2: It was their very first song on their very first album, and not a whole lot of people even really know it exists because whenever they think of Metallica, they think of the you know black album songs, right? But it it just right off the bat it gives you an idea what Metallica was all about because it's just thrash metal like in your face.
0: Yeah, yeah, all right. All right, give me give me an underrated movie. Uh, the movie Warrior
2: with Tom Hardy. Okay, it, he plays this. Uh, I guess it's the brother of a school teacher who's also trying to be an MMA fighter. The two of them are are it's kind of a juxtaposition of the school teacher brother and then the quiet, silent but really, really awesome. I think his character names like Tommy, even so, not not a stretch for for Tom Hardy to play that role, right. right? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's just phenomenal movie. I don't know. I think everybody should give it a watch because if uh, you like movies like The Fighter or Million Dollar Baby, but not quite as you know, sad and depressing and
0: dramatic. Yeah, yeah but well, no, the drama. Uh, a, a lot of drama, but it's not you know like Million Dollar Baby was like a super sad story. That movie. Did is someone die. depressing
2: yeah rest in peace we always talk about dead people
0: she didn't actually die but i'm movie.
2: pretty sure hillary swank's it, still alive
0: yeah god willing anyway oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know i don't even remember what she looks like i just said it anyway okay so yeah i <laughs> Clint mean eastwood's still alive for that matter oh yeah no that's kidding. a great and song by the way Glenn Glenn Eastwood?
2: by gorillas it's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah,
1: it's on Trolls. It's an underrated song. It Trolls. honestly is. Yeah. I, I
2: was going to say Feel that's my Good, Inc. That was actually the song that I could remember before we were recording, Feel Good, Inc. That's
0: my new oh, underrated yeah, okay. song. There you go. Well, I, I'll go ahead and tell you mine, man. As far as the song goes, and, and I've told Brandon this, I don't know, probably 400 times over the years, but for me, the most underrated song in history, now it, not so much when it was released, but it just didn't stand the test of time the way I feel like it should have, was uh, Naughty by Nature's Feel Me Flow. Uh, that's... Yeah, you're you blank. 0 yeah, 0. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, it it's great. 90s? It, I mean, we got crazy in the 80s, so oh, we 80s. won't kiss heinies in the 90s, okay? Oh, so it's uh, a 90s song. Y- yeah, it's okay. uh, early. <laughs> I was born songs. in the Honestly, early Honestly, if he
2: would hear the the beat itself, he's he probably would, heard it on a yeah. freestyle somewhere on yeah. Sway in the Morning or Oh yeah. I would I say I mean,
0: seriously, that the the beat to that is has been iconic. Used. Yeah. But the overall the song though, man, it just I don't know. From the people who brought you "Hip Hip Hooray," yeah. There's a hip hop hooray.
2: Oh yeah, hip hip or hip hop hip-hop, hooray. Yeah,
0: hip hop hooray. Anyway, oh, okay. So hey. my my underrated movie is actually yeah. another one that's that's actually kind of bad, but I love it. It's Dante's Peak. Uh, 90s, like you remember in the 90s they like had battling movies all the time. So like Tommy Lee Jones in Volcano, and then Pierce Brosnan in Dante's Peak, and like. I don't know, like, they were both probably trash movies, but, like, I love both of them. Uh, sheesh, sheesh. <laughs> God, get out of here. All right, so, so we did that for, for the listeners, uh, who, you know, for whoever it is out there who's, who's listening, who enjoys the list. I, I hope you like our, our underrated picks. Um, so let's, let's talk what Colby what especially is good about talking about. Um, let's talk about the finals, man. Uh, last night was game three um Milwaukee uh going into the game Phoenix leads 2-0 in the series. Um you got uh Giannis uh and uh, Chris Middleton Michael Jordan aka it, Right, yeah, Chris Middleton. It would would be an aka what what
1: would we say like a, a Pippen? It's, he's either Michael Jordan, or Kyle Kuzma. No in between. He's
0: either there or he's on the bench. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, And uh, Arkansas boy himself, Bobby Portis, had himself a good night last night. so, like, I, I'm going to read you these stats because they're, they're pretty impressive. And, I, and, yes, I'm just focusing on the winning team. I'm not trying to take anything away from Chris Paul or Devin Booker or any of those dudes. They,
1: but it, they it, did shoot 30% or less from three, which is Devin Booker one for seven. That's
0: horrible. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. Jay Crowder had a good night from the three-point line, though, for yeah. Phoenix. I mean, he was, what, six for seven? But he's not Booker. Well, no. It doesn't hey, no matter like Bookers do. Uh, right. But, okay, so you had Giannis uh, end of the night with 41 points, 13 rebounds, six assists. That's a big night. He is 7'5". Yeah, he's a big guy. Uh, you know, you have, let's see. Let's go down to Chris Middleton here. 18 points, 6 assists, 7 rebounds. Uh, let's see. Drew Holiday, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, our man Bobby Portis, 11 points, one assist, eight rebounds, though, coming and off the bench. 18 minutes. Yeah, in a total of 18 minutes for Bobby Portis. So, I mean, it, he had a pretty good night. He made the night. most of it. Yeah, he did. And, man, I'm telling you, I watched the game last night. Every time this cat touched the floor, uh, Milwaukee comes to life. I mean, it was intense. And some of his uh, – you know, he he had a poster moment last night. Um pretty slick little pass game, you know, deception game going on underneath the uh, basket, and he follows it up with a uh, just a killer flush, man. It, it, it looked good. I was I was excited. I was happy for him, uh, especially with those first two games. You know, Milwaukee in general, not just Bobby Portis, but Milwaukee in general just kind of came out and fell flat. Giannis had a big night in game two, but other than that, he, he didn't have a lot of help, you know what I mean? So last night was a fun game to watch. Uh, I, I even – uh, you know, I, I, I beg forgiveness from from Michael Jordan, but I even made mention that I might become a Milwaukee fan. You know, I've been one since uh, they drafted Giannis. I, I I've always clung to being a, a Bulls fan, but you know, it's just, it, it's not a lot of fun. <laughs> the Bucks, Bulls, they both bu. Yeah, end yeah. e with s, five letters. Oh, well, mm. look, north, it's not even a hard transition. Up then.
1: North. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both Get of, them have, have, both I mean. of <laughs> them have
0: horns. Both what? of them have <laughs> horns. I believe they call a deer's antler, sir. Same thing. <laughs> same, same, <laughs> but different. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact same thing, just
2: completely different. Seriously. Very similar. you got to give him credit, though, that this next game is very important because somebody's prediction. Sons, uh, and, four. sons and five. Sons you
0: and did five. say Sons and five last week. And, and you and- have to
1: give someone a pity win because if you don't give them hope, then it's no fun beating them.
0: Uh, well, well, we'll see how Wednesday do you turns think, out. Do you Wednesday think LeBron, is game four. Why did
1: LeBron let the Warriors go up 3-1 in their perfect season? To give hope so you can take hope. Boom. 4-3 because of Kyrie Irving, not LeBron. Anyways.
0: All right, so so tell me, t- since you're the one who predicted the Suns in five, we'll get back on subject here. Uh, yeah. Since you're the one who predicted the Suns in five, um, they got another game on Wednesday. Is in game Milwaukee. four, and it's in Milwaukee. You see yeah. Chris Paul and the Suns beating them
1: yeah. coming Devin. off
0: that big win last night. You see them beating them at home in game four.
1: Yeah, Devin Booker had a rough night in Milwaukee. He's used to the gym now. He, they're all used to Bobby Portis. He's good in Milwaukee. That, that's a fact. He had good stats in Milwaukee for all three series in the uh, championship, whatever it's called. All right, Fair enough. So the Suns in five.
0: So you're, you're and if still not, you're still sticking. Suns in seven, if not Suns in seven, like they do predicted. See, I, I'm I'm to a point now where I'm having to adjust what I said because I said Milwaukee in five. Well, that's impossible now. Mm-hmm. So he's still right. You said Bucks in six. Yes, I you do.
1: said Bucks in six. They just have to win three more. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, which would will be tough because out in of the Phoenix, out of the next three games they have to win. Only one of them's in Phoenix, right? They'll start alternating back and forth. Would
1: be, yeah, one yeah. one would be because this they if go to Phoenix, up, then back to Milwaukee, then back to Phoenix. Yeah, so they have a good chance.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it could happen. So I, I think uh, since I'm already out, I'm, I'm not even going to change my prediction because like I've, I've already messed that up. Still so. going with the Bucks though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still I still got the Bucks winning, and I would say <sighs> seven. I, I would say it'll probably be pushed to a game seven. Mm. Now I mean, for Chris Paul's sake, I hope I'm wrong. I really do like Chris Paul is one player that is fun to watch all the time. He brings that work ethic, that, that hard nosed ball playing style that I love to watch and he's been doing it his whole career. So like, am I going to be upset if the Suns win? Absolutely not. That's great for Chris Paul. Um, I don't really care uh, either way uh, because I'm, I'm not a, I'm not like a fan of either team. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't really care who wins, but I'm still going with Milwaukee, and I'll say Milwaukee in seven, even though I just said I wasn't going to change my prediction, but whatever. Uh, so so, did, you,
1: did you see how it says um, no matter who wins the finals, uh, every player in each team will receive like their first finals championship. Like Not each team, obviously, but whoever wins, no player in either team has won the uh, finals yet. Really? Yeah, Jay Crowder's been in one with the Heat, but he yeah. lost. Right. He's been in another one with the, someone else, and he lost, too. Definitely wasn't while he's at the Bulls. I know that. No, the Bulls suck. <laughs> I haven't scored the championship yeah, in a bit.
0: He has, I know. You don't, it it still stings. That, that Derrick Rose it. season though, MVP. Yeah, I don't think he should have won it. Oh my god. Okay, listen. Before this turns into a fight, you got anything else you want to put in? Talk a little smack on Giannis and, and talk up Chris Paul some, or
1: no? Chris Paul's point god. That stays oh my popping. God. That, right, that, that's right. what they call him on like Instagram.
0: Hey, look, bro. I'm not going to argue Chris Paul's uh, relevancy or talent. This dude is, is incredible. He's been doing it for years. Yeah, that's right. Teams. Yeah, and what he what he does is incredible because he gets better was, every season. Wasn't he even a part of the Oklahoma
2: City Hornets team during the Katrina flood whenever the team yeah. relocated to, to New Orleans? City. Yeah, yeah, the
0: yeah. New or- he was a New yeah. Orleans Hornet. the same Hornet, coach this but... year,
2: too,
1: as his rookie yeah. year,
2: Motley. Yep
0: and yeah. this you know that would be a, that would be a nice uh, little Cinderella story for everybody there mm-hmm. but uh, anyway so I tell you what I'm going to do man we we you know uh, especially because we're always a few days behind when we're talking sports and stuff, you know, I'm just going to kind of move past this. So I'm going to go to another thing that listeners like, and Brandon always looks forward to is my movie reviews. So I checked out a couple uh, newer releases this past week. Um, one of which is a Kevin Hart movie, which you would probably expect for him to be just very animated and like, ah, you know, like he always is in his stand ups and some of his goofier movies and stuff. But that is not the case in this one. Uh, he was funny but the movie is called fatherhood and it's a uh, it's a netflix original which I, you know me i'm i'm kind of a fan of these netflix original movies like i'm like oh netflix original, that'll be good click uh but basically just to give you a quick like you know summary of this movie um kevin hart and his wife are are uh, pregnant she's getting ready to have the baby they you know do that kevin hart is a I I, I, honestly I probably it probably tells you exactly what he was you know quote unquote doing for a living in the movie all I know is he was an office type you know I I don't know I didn't pay close enough attention to that but uh, anyway so during uh, or shortly after um, giving birth his wife passes away and like and that's within the first 10 minutes of the movie and like it's, it's tough, man. Like it is a tearjerker. Like it is rough because like, uh, that's to give Kevin Hart a lot of, uh, credit because like you believe him, you like the pain that comes over his face. You're like, Oh my gosh, this would be the worst. And, uh, anyway, so the movie goes on, obviously, you know, that's in the beginning. So he's a single father doing the best he can with a little girl. Um, and man, it's just—he's uh, an immature father. He doesn't have his priorities in the right way. You know, it's it's the typical uh, lack of a better way to put it. Kind of the kind of the rom-com story. You know, I'm not good at this, but I'll get better at this kind of thing. But uh, man, just overall though, great movie. There there's tons of good little laughs in it and everything. But man, at the end of the movie, you just you kind of get the warm and fuzzies. You're like, man, this. I am so glad I watched this. It it, it was really good. Um, if you're a dad, I would recommend watching it. If you're not a dad, I recommend watching it. But you might not think it's quite as good if you've never experienced what being a, a dad is like. But, man, if, if you're a dad, definitely, definitely watch this movie. It's it, it's stellar, man. It is. I loved it. I mean, I'm a Kevin Hart fan anyway, but this was not a... Uh, A typical comedy movie. This was more of a dramatic role, and it was it was good. It was really good.
2: So, you saying that he really surprised you with his acting ability in this one? Because I've only really seen him in
0: things where he acts like Kevin Hart.
2: Yeah, where he's playing himself. Yeah,
0: right, right. And and in this, yes, to answer your questions, yeah, his acting ability really. I don't want to say surprised me because like anything I've ever seen Kevin Hart in is always. You know, at least entertaining. Even if it's not really like Jumanji wasn't really all that great, but it was entertaining. Hold up, that was a great movie. Well, like I said, you I mean Jumanji, Black,
1: or whatever his name is. I don't know his name. Jack, Jack Black? Black. Yeah, I was okay. called Blackjack because poker game. I like
2: poker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got you. Jack Black. Didn't know where he
2: was going with that? <laughs> yeah, I was and, like, whoa, <laughs> easy. In <laughs> the Rock.
0: Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like I said, I enjoyed the and movie. Girl, it was a good movie. It just wasn't by traditional standards, it just wasn't a great movie. To you. People may be surprised, you
2: know, because they're not expecting that out of Kevin Hart. No, they're right. expecting Jumanji or Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. It's a good movie.
0: Oh man. Hey, my daughter, Secret Life of Pets was her jam, dude. No and cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> but, oh shizzle. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I'm going I'm. Di-
1: I'm diving in y'all's waters.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Dope. But uh, all right, so, so I mean that's kind of what I feel about it too. I mean dads would really like it, moms will really like it, women in general will probably really like this movie, because there is a certain amount of, and I, I mean this in a very like textbook way. It's it's a romantic movie. It's it's this father's love for his daughter, that's that's you know helping him make better decisions and this that and the other. You know it it, it has a a romantic feel uh in, in a in a father daughter sense which means a lot to me because I have a daughter um but I- anyway i i 'll just tell you this uh same what huh yeah his his mom 's going to listen to this and she uh, i who'm kidding his mom 's <laughs> not going to listen to this yeah my mom don 't <laughs> care about me Jeez. Oh, Golly. Okay, well, let's move past that. All right, so the other yeah. one that I'm Beauty excited Beauty. about, I'm very excited about reviewing this one, okay? Uh, it was released a couple months ago. It came out on HBO Max. Um, and it was called uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead, starring Angelina Jolie, okay? Right. And if I have not already convinced you that this was not a good movie, I don't know what else to do. Um, it was just, it was not good. Like the, the idea behind it was cool. Like, okay, so get this. Um, Angelina Jolie is a, is a, a a hotshot firefighter. Okay. A wildland firefighter. Well, the reason I was like, oh, this would be cool is because I used to wildland firefight. So I was like, oh, this would be a cool movie. So she's like, apparently some drunken, reckless hellion who's on the fire department or something. And John Bernthal for some reason is the sheriff. I I don't know. It's yeah I don't know, but uh, like they do a bunch of illegal stuff, and then they're like, oh, it's no big deal. We're cops and firefighters. I was like, that seems like that could raise issues. I don't I don't ever Especially remember it being that <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so the story goes like I don't know that like someone knows something they're not supposed to know. You know what I mean? Like that's the the plot. And somehow this little kid comes into possession of said information on like a, I don't know, flash drive or something. I I barely paid attention, to be honest with you. But anyway, so these um, James Bond types are chasing them, trying to kill this kid to cover up whatever secret they need to cover. Uh, They wreck the car. The dad wrecks a car off in the woods and dies. This kid uh, decides to... Run away from the bad people, which makes good sense, and is found by Angelina Jolie, who then goes on to I would, I trying to save him from bad people, like secret agent style. But still, she's just a firefighter, so like she has firefighter tools. She has a hatchet. And she doesn't even carry a hatchet, so I was a little bit uh, I was confused. I was like, "Well, you're going to take on these bad guys with fully automatic weapons with." A water hose. Like, your stunning good looks. I've got news for you. It's not going to work. I don't know if I'd give her that either. Well, that's why I said it's not going (laughs) to (laughs) work. But anyway, I I don't know, man. It ends the way you know it ends. He's safe. Tell tell me how it ends, Brandon. Tell me exactly how this movie ends. Angelina Jolie saves the kid. Yes, from the big fire, right? Yeah, from a big fire. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. The secret agent types, they light a fire. Of course because so, has fire to fire yeah fire. you have yeah, to bring it all full circle. Fire fire. full circle. I, well, and that was the whole but that was my point right there. I'm glad you, you did it. It Came full circle, right? It was that's how the whole movie felt. It was like, okay, well now this is going to happen because that's what happens in these types of movies. And then it happens. That's like the what I said like about scary
1: movies, it's predictable.
0: So you're saying it's no backdraft? No, now pump your brakes, man. Now that it, Kurt Russell is a national treasure, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's my brother. I love that movie, Captain Ron. <laughs> but, he's uh, no Liam. Uh, yeah, he's no Liam Nielsen. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so he, here it is, right here to to sum this part up is uh, Fatherhood, good movie. Check it out. It was warm and fuzzy it was a good movie I was glad I watched it those who wish me dead you just heard the whole movie don't go watch it it's, it's not worth your time unless you're in it's, love
1: with Angelina Jolie wh-
0: or don't watch it so you don't lose your love for sorry, her sorry Brad <laughs> Pitt.
1: <laughs> uh, don't lose your love for her don't watch it save yourself uh,
0: is he still married to her? I have no idea I don't either what actors and actresses
1: stay married? Uh, publicity uh, Kanye uh, Kardashian
0: they're not still together are they? no oh, exactly okay,
1: publicity well, this could,
0: hey, I tell you what, let's stop talking about the Kardashians and go on. Like, I'm going to hand it over to you now, Colby, because you have your uh, topic you told me you want to talk about tonight. And I was like, dude, that, that's good. Let's, let's hit on that because I have a few things I want to throw in on it too. But I just, I'm going to let you go to town on it. And when you're done, I'll, I'll add in my points.
1: Okay, so what it was about the Shikari Richardson thing, like the she used marijuana before her big race where she broke the record and qualified for first in the Olympics, and she's disqualified now because she used marijuana, knowing it was against the rules, and they would test her. And people try to say, oh, they test her randomly because she's black or because this and that. No, they tested every single person in the race. They told you they were going to test them because that's how races work. They test for enhancing drugs, just like sports. They do it.
0: Right. Uh, didn't Michael Phelps get in trouble for this too? Yes. Yeah. They didn't take his medals away.
2: No. <laughs> no. But it of course, wasn't during season.
0: Uh, that's, that's true. He, it, it, it was, was already was after the Olympics. And 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 he already
2: had the medals. And, and yeah. And it's was like, what are you going to do? Be like,
0: hey, did you do something after the Olympics? Yes. But it wasn't. Yes. It wasn't
2: like within a month of the race that actually happened. Yes, he had he had failed after he was all but almost retired from it anyway because he'd already put on that performance at the Olympics where he carried that team and won all those medals.
0: Right. Okay. So go ahead, Colby. I'm sorry. But
2: so like they stripped
1: her of going to the Olympics and all that, and people are trying to say that oh, they should still let her it's just marijuana. But like it is, it may have not enhanced her at all or made her worse. It may have done nothing. But it was against the rules itself, and she knew that. She she admitted that it was against the rules. And people are still like trying to say it's not okay. But like, she told people, it's okay. I broke the rules. I'm out. That's how it works. If you break the rules, knowing that they're there, you're going to get punished. There's no excuse for that.
0: No, I, I and I'm not against
1: that. marijuana. I don't do it personally. But like when you know it's wrong, like
0: they don't want you to, don't do it. It's that simple. No, I agree with that. It's, it's one of those things that I, I'm going to touch on marijuana for just a second. Uh, never in my life have I ever heard of anyone... Smoking marijuana and then being like, all right, now I'm ready to go run that race. <laughs> I, I've just... Marathons I, of movies. I, yeah, I would say maybe like binge watch Netflix and eat every Dorito uh, in the house, but... Yeah, they may want to test uh, tes Joey Chestnut.
2: <laughs> 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 but what, I, did he get 83? Yeah, he broke his own record again.
0: Again. That's going to... Oh, he's going to get sick. He's great that. at swallowing dogs. All right. <laughs> uh, I I guess I'm missing what... who Who is this... Chestnut, fella? Nathan's hot dog contest. Remember oh, back whenever Kobayashi
2: was yeah. dominating? Well, we had Joey Chestnut come in as a right. big American guy. And, and he, right. The white man. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and nothing screams American pride quite like, I can eat more hot dogs than you want can in a must, minute. Want that mustard <laughs> belt back to America. That's
2: right, but, baby. But, no, he won it, and he's not really relinquished the title since. He just wins year after year, but he's increasing the intake of the amount that he's eating in that time Buy more and more hot dogs each time. It's like, how do you do that? How are you still alive? Was it, it two minutes and he ate like 80 something? Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, how sick do you have to he, be after that? He like
1: crushes. I'm pretty sure he takes the hot dog out of the bun, pushes the like dog, <laughs> all, always swallows it one go. And then in the bun, he it. dips it in the water and like swallows it because it gets
2: mushy. That's and they
0: disgusting. have like 30 cups of
1: water. I mean, it like,
0: is disgusting. Man. It's
1: amazing.
2: I watch it. Every 4th of July. That's correct. Matt uh, Stoney won I, it two years
0: bro. Okay, let's get back on the Olympics here instead of the hot dog eating. I was just talking about how I, I don't know how marijuana can be a, a performance-enhancing drug. Yeah, that's what I said. Unless like, there's like a big chocolate bar at the end her, of the run
1: or something. It would make yeah. her less focused and lack of days go on it. That's what I thought. Right. And then she got a 30-day ban, which the Olympics are within 30 days, so that's why she's banned. And people like, oh, they kicked her out of – no, they didn't plan for it. She knowingly did
2: something that was against the rules, and whenever she got – tested for it and she failed
0: I guess at least she owned up to it didn't mm-hmm. try to run from it yeah. deny that she and they're still it. trying to fight for her as if she got screwed but see that's the whole thing is like do I think that I don't know you know who, who cares what I think about that what, what I'm going to say is this uh, if you know if it's if it's written you know hey you have to uh, you know pass, pass a, drug. a drug test uh, and, you know marijuana is not allowed and you're going to go compete in the Olympics you would think you'd might set the J down for a month or so while you're training or something, you know what I mean? Because like, if it's against the rule, I'm with you. If it's against the rules, it's against the rules that, you know, what's good for the goose has to be good for the gander. You can't just be like, Oh, well it's just weed. Okay. Well, you know, I kicked this dude out for HGH and it's, if it, this is on the list of, of, you know, uh, prohibited drugs or whatever, and you popped hot. Sorry. If I get rid of him, what he what he's doing might might be worse. It doesn't matter. It's all against the same rules. So if you you failed that, then you fail. I mean, sorry. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I, I, you brought this up the other day, so I wanted to talk about uh, good old Uncle Vanny, uh, uh, Robert Van Winkle. Isn't that his his yeah, government yeah. name? Yeah. I think he's uh you know
2: Rob Van Winkle, which that sounds like a phony name, but no, Vanilla Ice is the phony
0: name. Yeah. Right. So so Vanilla Ice. Uh, says that pop culture is dead. He, he says, you know, uh, the 90s were the last great decade of pop culture. Um, you know, so... For the two people in the room uh, who can speak to the 90s... Yeah, I don't even think Colby was alive nah, in the 90s. No, 2000 is when he was born. He was born in 2000? Yeah. yeah. All right, so <laughs> anyway... Uh, so, so let's let's kind of get into this. You, you know, you you spent more time in the article than I did, so so kind of give everyone a rundown. Well, it's not a very
2: long article by any means, but I guess Vanilla I said something to TMZ along the lines of uh, the '90s were the last cool generation, and that people still today talk about how awesome the '90s were, and that when the iPhone came out, it really killed culture. I I, don't, I think he. What he means by that is it just our entire culture shifted because we became more mindful of everything that we're seeing in front of us on our screens rather than living in the moment.
0: Okay, and I think to a certain extent we can. We probably both be like, all right, yeah, maybe. maybe oh, Vanny's got something there, you know. Um, I I certainly miss his hairdo. From. <laughs> from ice ice baby that 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 fade thing he had yeah with like a bouffant yeah <laughs>
2: G Easy just thought he had it going on. Yeah, right? that's
0: right. Uh black on black with hair slicked back, you No, know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but here's what's cool about uh Vanny's point or Vanilla Ice's point. I'll quit calling him that. Someone's going to contact me. Stop doing that. Um, yeah, probably him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have anything better to do. <laughs> okay. Apparently not if he's talking to D uh, TMZ about <laughs> right. the 90s. Yeah. All right. So, um so let's, let's touch on it a second. Let, let's, let's throw out some of, the, uh, some of the great things that we experienced in the 90s. So, um, you know, pop culture, just, you know, right now at least, just sticking on pop culture is this. Um, Rocco's Modern Life, great thing that's gone now. You know, 90s show, it's gone now. Uh, it, you know, I mean, tons of stuff, but, you know, I'll touch on this. Millennials especially Because we're usually the generation That grew up in the 90s and early 2000s you know, mm-hmm. so, you know late 80s When you're usually being born So you grow up in the 90s early 2000s So like we are the most Nostalgic of All generations I'm pretty sure okay. How so? Well, be, uh, like kind of what I just said with like Rocco's Modern Life. You know what I mean? Like I still love that show. Like, like
2: just like how you were waxing poetically about a Nickelodeon show. You're like, hi, Brendan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> I can't. All right. All right. But. 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 Um, we are very nostalgic because, like, we do remember all the cool things that we did as kids, not not just pop culture. We'll, we'll go to the culture in general. You know, we were the last generation that, you know, got told if we weren't home by the time the streetlights come on, we were grounded or we were going to get our butt busted or something. You know what I mean? Um, now, I think... <laughs> From what I've been told, <laughs> that, that you know, you got teenagers in the house now, and mom and dad are like, Yo, would you go somewhere? <laughs> yeah, can't get them out of
2: the house. I have uh, nieces and nephews, and that's that's truth. They're homebodies a lot, often they're homebodies. If not, they're with friends, but they're at, with their friends at their home, they're not out doing things. I don't know if that's something about the society itself or. Like we were talking about before with Vanilla Ice's point that now they have a phone in front of their face and that's all they care
0: about is that phone. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I think it is. I mean, um, today's kids – well, that's not fair. That's actually not fair because I am grown folks and I am addicted to my phone. I I mean, everyone is right now. You know, hey, I got news for you guys. The great pandemic – is actually smartphones because you know we've all kind of become zombies okay yeah i make a pandemic joke probably in bad taste whatever but uh yeah hi welcome to the show (laughs) where have you been yeah but uh but but no man like you have endless information in the palm of your hand you have endless entertainment in the palm of your hand all the time with these phones like my daughter is is you know four years old And now given her phone is not active, she can't call anybody or anything like that. And we have it on like a, some kind of parental lock type thing. I don't know. Jennifer can approve what she can and can't use on it, but it's an old phone that my wife doesn't use anymore, but she has one and she watches like YouTube kids and all this kind of stuff. Well, don't get me wrong. Although that's nothing at face value. That's wrong with that. The problem I have with it is like, my four-year-old, when it's time for bed, and I'm like, all right, yeah, let me, let me get the phone. She wants to put up a fight about it. Have you ever seen a teenager lose their phone? Um, like, and the only reason I have, I do not have teenagers yet. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And I know that's a long ways off, but I'm still nervous. Um, but like, you know, you can look it up online. You know, there's videos, parents post videos cause they're hilarious for one of their kid freaking out over losing their phone. But like some of these kids are having absolute meltdowns, you know, and I'm, I'm not talking about six, seven year old kids throwing fits. I'm talking like 15, 16 year olds acting yeah, just about to be out of high school yeah yeah acting like you know a toddler throwing a fit because they lost their phone like i wish somebody'd come take mine you know but i need just it for a reprieve right yeah because you know i have to have mine for work and and for the show and and for all that kind of stuff i mean you and i talk daily mm-hmm. um m- most uh, most of the day every day you know and uh I, so, I don't know, like I said, I don't, I don't blame kids for this. I actually blame uh, parents, including myself, uh, for, for causing this big thing. So, uh, getting back to the point I'm making out of all this is, you know, in the 90s, uh, early 2000s, we would do things. Like, when I was a kid, all I wanted to do, like, was go ride my bike with my friends. And then, once I became a teenager, all I wanted to do was go out with my friends. And then as a young adult, even once all the uh, technology advanced and all this kind of stuff, and everyone has smartphones and all this kind of stuff, like, I still wanted to do all the go out with my friends thing. When I was in the early days of, of all that, we all went out together, right? But that's when it started, because we'd all be out together and all be staring at our phones. Uh, exactly. We, we got that lecture quite often when we would go out. Yeah, right. You know, it was one of those things like, why are we doing Why are we even hanging out? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I could just go home and interact with you the exact same amount as I'm doing right now. And I try to be mindful of that. And I fail a lot because I'm just like everyone else. I've got a phone in my face all the time. But man, I just, that's what I miss. That's what I, the nostalgia really kicks in for me with like, you remember when I didn't care if I had a text message or an email or, you know, how many hits we had on the, you know, whatever. I'm in an interesting situation because I actually
2: know, remember exactly that time because that's around the time that I came into your life. And at that time when we met, I didn't even have a smartphone. I was using the old, you know, prepaid, Burner, phone. yeah, right. So, I, it was uh, an interesting time. I was I was really living in a dinosaur world there with that that flip phone. But at the same time, we were hanging out. We were going out. All I really needed to know was where we were meeting up and when we when to be there, where to go.
0: Right. Well, and that's that was one really cool thing about like when you and I were running around together like all the time back then, is that it helped me because I I stayed off my phone because. I had someone to talk to, mm-hmm. like I would much rather sit and actually have a conversation with a human being face to face than the text or the call or the whatever, um, you know. Hey, hey, hold on. Say, if you're a weirdo, don't be stopping by my shop trying to talk to me. Okay, T- send me a text. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. But but yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Like Vanilla Ice's point about the '90s being super rad. Uh, hands down, hands down. The nineties were rad. Yeah. Most dope, man. But at the same time, flip side of the same coin is with all the technology and with the way things are now, yeah, everyone abuses it and we should all try to stop. But think about all the good that's come from it as well. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, they, they introduced something into, into music uh, in the early two thousands called the auto tune. And we all know that we all know we jammed a that, T-Pain. That okay. T-Pain's a, mil- <laughs> yeah. a millionaire now because of that's right. auto-tune. That's right, man. We all jammed T-Pain. Everyone did.
2: I, I mean, did you see his uh, NPR, his uh, acoustic set that he did for NPR? I think it's Tiny. Uh, I don't want to butcher this. Giant, tiny Chair, Tiny Set, something like that. But he did an acoustic set. That means no auto-tune. Homie can sing.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, I've heard him sing
2: before. I haven't seen that. I'll have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, you re- definitely do yourself a favor and check it out. Because, I mean, he his voice is beautiful. Yeah. And, and it, it surprised a lot of people, especially doing songs that we've heard all these years with heavy autotune. Oh, yeah. Being sung with his natural
0: voice. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's that's cool. I I have no problem with the the artist that uses autotune whenever, you know, they start catching flag and they go, okay, let me turn it off real quick. And then they rock your world. I'm like, he can do what he wants. Yeah, T Pain, he's one of those. He can do what he wants. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that have come in in the modern day. You know, you, okay, right now is a good example because no one can see us, but but I can see you, and you just checked your your Apple Watch. You can read text messages, emails. Uh, you can do web searches. You can call from it. You can do all kinds of things on these things. Well, like I said, the the endless te- uh, the endless information that you can access. I think is, you know, I, I know I, some people don't like it. I do. I think it's great. I think that at any given time that I want to learn something, I can pull my phone up or, you know, if I'm sitting in my house, I might open my computer. Doubtful. You know, but I'll pop open my phone. I say that like it's a flip phone. I'll look at my phone and and just like search for whatever it is I'm trying to learn. If I want a good recipe for something, because I'm the cook in my house, Uh, if I want a good recipe for something, if I want to learn uh, what year a song was released. Anything. I mean, I can just get it. I mean, as fast as as the internet will, will allow you to get it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I used to stay up at night because it would keep me awake because I couldn't remember. You know, who was that guy that was in that movie? What else was he in that I remember him from? That's can, not a problem anymore. Uh, you just open up IMDb, look for the person, and then find the other movies that they've been in and answer your question. Yeah, peaceful and,
0: uh, sleep. And that's that's what I was about to say. Is I, it, you could literally type in what you said. Who was that guy from that movie that was in a movie? I once saw and there's a good chance Google's going to be like oh yeah that was uh, Rob Schneider yeah I, I don't know why it would be Rob Schneider but <laughs> I think it says more about you than anything <laughs> right boo from me 90s yeah but, uh, but yeah man I mean so it's hard for me to, to give a hard like I agree with vanilla ice because, like, I, even though I do think the 90s were cool, let me tell you something today's fashion, I because he even mentioned that today's fashion is much better than the 90s. I'm sorry, it is, it just is today's music that's a hard one, man. You can't really say anything was better or worse because it, it's all about personal taste.
2: And it's always going to be subjective. Cause I mean, there's people that still to this day think that anything that was recorded past the sixties, is just garbage. And right. that's, that's inherently can't be true because there's gotta be something that mankind would record after a time point that would be good. Well,
0: absolutely. I mean, Tommy James and the Shondells were in the seventies. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that so. doesn't even make sense. Uh, you're welcome, dad. Um, no what? No Nickelback? Yeah, no, no, no Nickelback, or Creed. Cut his mic. <laughs> Cut it off. Uh, her, her. <laughs> you ever notice that's how all those sounds yeah. sounded? It's just a her, her. Yeah. constantly over different. I, it was. I mean, all it was was different chord being struck. <laughs> yeah. It, I actually took
2: the time to do a little bit of that research and listen to some of those songs that he's recommended, and yeah. Yeah, they're bad. They're. they're Almost a lot, a lot, the same song, just
0: different tempos. Right, right, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to have to go 50 50 with Vanny on this one. I, I think that there are a lot of things that were a lot better in the 90s. I think, I think that human connection was better in the 90s but how can that be
2: if we're all connected in this worldwide web where we where now we can reach out to a complete stranger that uh, like right now somebody in Japan can have a conversation with us and that's not something that they could have done at that time we can make friends with you know people from all across the world and before your only real outlet to be able to do something like that was to be a, have a pen pal and to wait for the mail to deliver a letter right so the, i see what you're saying that you can't just damn all of uh, technology just because you right. Know, you have a nostalgic feeling
0: toward a particular period of time. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, man. Um, you know well, okay, this show is a good example. We have listeners in Brussels. What? Yeah, shout out to Brussels. Yeah, what's up, man? Belgium—they are actually regular
2: downloaders.
0: They—they are, and uh, and we—and when you hear this, just know that we appreciate you very much, and feel free to send us a a letter or uh, or a a letter. We won't
2: wait for the mail. Send us an
0: email. We're on board with technology. Sorry.
2: Yeah, uh, completely ignore our prior rant about technology. (laughs) Yes, please get a hold of us on the socials.
0: Yeah, that's right, man. Um, But yeah, like like I said, man, the '90s were cool, man. There's no there's no Argument, at least from me, there's no argument the 90s were dope, man. They were cool. But you know, you kind of have to look at things like, don't you get bored if nothing ever changes? Like if everything stays exactly the same, wouldn't you just get bored? So yeah, man, I I think that there's a, a lot of cool things. Um and something else, real quick, is you should feel special that you get to look back at it and get those nostalgic good feelings. Because you got to experience it. So I mean, honestly, man, I think I think Doctor Seuss said it best. You know, don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. You know what I mean? Like I just think that that's the coolest thing is that I get to look back and say, you know, whether it was better, worse, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all about opinions anyway. But in my opinion, I get to look back at it and I get to say, you know, I got to live through that. I got to experience that. And I'm happy about that. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, let's go ahead and wrap this up for the night. Um, You know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and just plug this real quick. Uh, You know, if you're still listening to us, we appreciate you so very much, man. Keep sharing it. Keep getting us out there. Uh, You know, just nothing but love for the people who are listening to us Uh, and, and for the people who will in the future as well
2: hey, hey uh, let me throw this in there too if our listeners don't mind uh to at least message us or hit us up on any of our social media platforms just engage with us because it helps us you know continue our show make it better yeah absolutely it helps us know what people want to hear
0: absolutely i mean if you got questions you want me to answer or to give you my opinion on i guess i should say i don't know if i offer any real answers but you know drop us a line on facebook uh dm us on instagram i i'm still learning twitter so i can't tell you what to do there brandon or colby could do that uh, but either way man follow us uh like us do all that stuff for us on, on uh, social media you can find us on google podcast apple podcast and spotify uh please download subscribe all that good stuff so as for all of us here at the hoot hobbs show i am hoot Hobbs, and this has been the hoot hobbs show good night